Hey Printhousers, Bruce from Printavo. We are back again with a really great preview of Printhousers Conf this year. It's going to be online July 23rd and 24th. We've got our amazing keynote speaker here today joining us for a few minutes, Dr. Sherry Walling. She's just got so much work that I think could be really, really helpful to our space. So number one, I'm going to link it down below. She's got the entrepreneurial's guide to keeping your shit together, how to run your business without letting it run you, which is such a huge point in our space, especially with small businesses. And then Dr. Rowling also has the Zen Founder podcast and organization. So you can just Google Zen Founder podcast and it'll pop right up, which is a really great one. And I've listened to it as well. So I really like it. But without further ado, thanks so much, doctor, for being able to join us. Hey, I am so looking forward to getting to hang out with all of you in July and unfortunately not seeing us each other in person, but um, it'll be cool to see how we can still spin up a really great event um, online. That's awesome. So how did you get into, like this is a specific niche it feels like in your whole space. How did you get into that? Yeah, so a couple different routes actually. First, I started in my career in clinical psychology working with people who have really high intensity jobs. So people in the military, first responders, ER docs, police officers, people who had really high levels of stress and then sometimes even like traumatic things happening in the context of their work. So I, I guess I kind of started in workplace mental health but alongside of that professional trajectory, I had married an entrepreneur, a software entrepreneur named Rob. And so the people who were in my living room every weekend were people doing startups, were people okay. doing SaaS businesses. And I was like, wait, your struggles sort of sound like these other struggles that I'm talking with people about at, at my work. And it just became really evident that entrepreneurs and business owners have their own set of mental challenges and stressors around the ways that their identity overlaps with their business and the complexity of work life shifting and transitions. And so it just made a lot of sense to begin to talk a little bit, you know, at conferences, at different events about the role of mental health and entrepreneurship. And I think that just got some traction. And so given my professional expertise, and then of course, you know, this personal experience of having all of these software folks in my living room every weekend, it, it just really, you know, coalesced into something that's been a podcast and a speaking world and then um, doing some consulting too with entrepreneurs. Is there a balance in running a small company and, and having a, a personal life? I mean, you know, especially a lot of our shops are family owned businesses. So, you know, you got a husband and wife, a father and son, Right. They may live together and then they work together. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, like, is there a line there or, or is that healthy to have it go back and forth? Or how do people handle that or approach it? Yeah, I think sometimes when we use the word balance, it implies like equal scales, right? You think of the old scales that maybe you used in, in high school chemistry or something, like when you're balancing the weight of things. And so I think balance is a little bit of a a tricky term because it implies that there's equal emphasis on everything. But the thing that I like to help people think about is kind of work-life integration. How do you integrate your relationship with your father or your wife or your significant other into your work life? And how do you integrate maybe even children into your work life? How do you find the spaces where it makes sense to put pieces together, but then also honor the spaces where it's like, you know, I just really want to break from work right now. I'm, 
you know, not thinking about that? And how do you also honor the spaces where it's like, you know, we aren't, we aren't going to bring our personal relationship into this conversation because right now we need to make this really important professional decision that affects the lives of our employees. And the fact that you're irritated with me about the breakfast cereal today is just not an appropriate, like, intermingling. So we think about in disintegrating and integrating. So it's a really active thought process then. Yeah, of making sure that I think it's it. really intentional. People have to work hard at it for it to go well. Interesting. Is there, you know, a first step to doing that? Is is it writing it down as far as what what roles are? What what are the rules to this? You know, I think in any in any excellent partnership within a business, the roles are pretty clear, right? Your partners, because you have different skills or different superpowers that you're bringing into your work. So in some ways, it's helpful to clearly articulate, hey, this is the thing that you're really excellent at. Maybe it's marketing. Maybe it's a professional, like, public face of the business. And you're really excellent at this other thing. To some extent, it's helpful when people kind of own their superpower and stay in their lanes. Not everybody is that nice and neat in their partnerships, of course. So I think it is helpful in, in some ways to write it down and to clarify. It's also helpful to clearly articulate the shifts between work relationship and personal relationship. So to say, okay, when we get home, we're going to sit down to dinner. The phones are going away. We're not talking about our our next hiring decision. We're going to eat together and talk with our kids about their days and, and sort of live our life together separately from our, our professional relationship. Gotcha. You talk about in your book about preventing burnout, depression, isolation. Running a, a growing company is difficult, as everybody knows, especially with that family dynamic. There could be kids and, and everything else that goes into the mix. Let's say it is separate. Like, you know, you don't have your wife involved or a partner or kids involved in the business, but things are just difficult. A lot of shop owners feel really stuck or they can't get on top of it like you talk about. Mm -hmm. What are some things that they could start looking at to make progress towards that? When we talk about burnout prevention, we're not usually talking about items on a to-do list. Mm -hmm. we're, we're really talking about how to make sure that you're spending the vast majority of your time doing things that are meaningful to you. So it becomes this sort of existential discussion of what is most meaningful to you in your business, in your family, in your personal life. And is there a deep mismatch between how you're spending your days and what is actually important? Because that's really the driver of burnout. Mm. Um, and so I think the conversation becomes, hey, when you look at all the things on your to-do list that, that have to do with growing a thriving business, like what really brings you deep joy? What's an interesting problem to solve? What's most meaningful? And give your the bulk of your attention and energy and time to those things. And the other things, it's time to, you know, have a conversation about hiring out or minimizing how much interaction you have with the things that just really suck energy from you. Interesting. So it's a focus of like the passion that drove you maybe to the business originally. Mm -hmm. But then the business just grew and like a weed kind of. Yeah, it takes over everything. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So that's actually pretty fascinating. I mean, I mean, personally, like I love building product, yet 
of course there's other things we just have to do there's sales there's training there's hiring and, and all these other things mm -hmm. but so right. sometimes we can like reshift your perception of what you're doing to say the product that you're building is actually the business the business is the product mm. so when you're thinking about systems of sales or when you're bringing on new team members you are building a product it's not it's not this one software or it's not this one shirt it's the business as a whole becomes the product. So sometimes there's some ways to play with the way that you're thinking about it to make it all feel a little bit more meaningful. Interesting. Yeah, that's fascinating. And, and our shops definitely have, I'm sure you'll get a lot of questions during the conference about this too, because they've got 10 orders that have to get out the door today. And they may have gotten into it because they love art or they love the sales aspect of it or the actual printing aspect of it. But they have to get 10 orders out the they door have to today. get it done yep and uh just things come up so refocusing or reframing is awesome this is great i'm really excited to to be able to dive in further if you guys are open to joining and excited about it we're going to leave a link down below there's almost 500 other shops that are going to be joining this um, online conference this year is July 23rd and 24th at Pronounces Conf 2020. We're really excited about it. And you know what? We're going to actually grab a couple books too. So I'm going to buy a couple books and we're going to raffle those off on social. And so you guys will be able to join us on Instagram there. We'll link down below to our Dr. Sherry Walling's podcast and all this other great info. But thanks so much for being able to join us today. Hey, I'm so looking forward to seeing you all back in July.